Hello, everyone, and welcome to Consumer Watchdog's Rage for Justice Report. I'm your host, Carmen Balber, Executive Director of Consumer Watchdog. And as you all probably expect, we are still broadcasting remotely, uh, safer at home. And so appreciate you bearing with any sound issues me, we may run into, but we're getting used to this. Um, and this week, I'm uh, pretty happy to have as our guest uh, one of our longtime and indispensable allies in the fight to protect co uh, consumers' rights here in California, uh, protect their pocketbooks um, from price gouging and the like. Um, it is the president of C the Consumer Federation of California, Richard Holber. Welcome, Richard. Hello. Glad to have you on the podcast. And we also have, for the very first time on our podcast, amazingly, uh, joining us Harvey Rosenfield, who is Consumer Watchdog's founder uh, and especially relevant to the conversation we want to have today. He is the author of the ballot initiative Prop 103 that regulated insurance rates in California and saved drivers uh, over $150 billion since voters approved back in 1988. So welcome, Harvey. Thank you, Carmen. Hello, Richard. Hey, Harvey, how are you? Hanging in like every all of us. <laughs> so uh, happy to have these guys on with us today because we've got perhaps a smidgen of good financial news to share um, and a lot of helpful information about what more can be done uh, to help Californians and the country, really, but Californians in particular, who are struggling financially uh, in the middle of um, uh, this, uh, this uh, pandemic uh, and as they're sheltering at home. Um, so uh, the circumstance is that with the exception of the essential workers who are out there making sure we're being kept fed and uh, 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 taking care of our health, uh, most of us are forced to stay at home. And that means our cars are sitting on the street or closed in our garages, um, that Californians who used to commute 10,000, 15,000 miles a year to get to their job are now sheltering in place and maybe getting in their car once a week to go to the grocery store. So if we're not on the road, why are we still paying so much for our auto insurance? Um, and Richard with Consumer Federation of America did something about that this week, or a few weeks ago, I'll say this started. So Richard, tell us, uh, tell us more about that. Sure. Well, uh, Consumer Federation of California Foundation uh, filed a petition with the Department of Insurance and also uh, put out a call to the insurance industry. Um, what we're asking is that every single insurance company contact every single policyholder in California to inform them that they have the right to uh, seek a uh, rate cut. And um, right before we acted, Consumer Federation of America, which we're uh, part of but autonomous from, um, had issued a general call around the nation calling on insurance companies to cut their rates because people are driving less. And when you drive less, uh, you have fewer accidents. But in California specifically, uh, under a law that uh, Harvey wrote, uh, a pheno really phenomenal law, Proposition 103, the number of miles you drive is the second most important uh, factor in determining your auto insurance rate. So that really gives people in California a, a very strong basis to say, I've reduced my driving. Uh, it could be for an extended period of time, and I would 
want you to re-rate me, and you may be entitled to get a rate cut. So, for example, uh, the first company that took action was um, uh, was Allstate, and they announced a 15% cut throughout the nation. And, you know, we call that a good first step. I mean, we want to give some credit there because they started the ball rolling, and many other insurance companies have now done the same or similar kinds of cuts. But when you look at an uh, all-state policy in California, if you uh, reduce your annual miles from 12,500 a year down to 7,500, that should get you a 27% rate cut according to the uh, rate plan that they filed with the state of California. So again, we're in unprecedented times. It's great that a number of auto insurance companies have followed and are offering um, temporary kinds of cuts. Uh, but much more needs to be done, and we want to see this uh, followed through by the state insurance commissioner so everyone gets all the money that they're entitled to. Well, and that is actually something that that's the uh, the good news in this podcast, right, that um, Allstate um, was followed by several other auto insurance companies um, in California and across the country in announcing that they would provide some form of premium relief uh, to consumers who are now stuck at home, not driving their cars, not getting into accidents. Uh, but Harvey, you met, you pointed out something to me just before uh, this podcast, which is, which is really important to note, that this is not um, a, a panacea, that the insurance companies aren't doing quite what it sounds like, um, because I th- uh, for Allstate, for example, um, is only providing that discount uh, for a short period of time. Is that right? Well, yes, they're all they're very much hedging their uh, promise. It's not clear how long for, for any of us. It's not clear how long this shelter in place order is going to remain in effect. But as long as our cars are parked in the driveway, they're not going to get into car accidents. So the refunds and discounts that um, CFA and CFC have uh, uh, pushed for all over the country in a fabulous uh, display of, uh, um, of public advocacy for consumers. And I really have to congratulate you, Richard, and the people at uh, Consumer Federation of America, too. It's just not clear how long uh, the companies will agree to this uh, process, how long they will make the refunds for, and how much the refunds should be. Because right now the companies are in a, it's in a competitive environment when one company is saying, yes, we'll do it. Some other companies are matching. Still other companies, for example, as far as I know, to this, till this morning at least, uh, Farmers has not agreed to match uh, and to reduce uh, premiums. So it's very much up in the air, which is why it's really important for consumers to pay attention, make phone calls to shop around, and our state's insurance commissioner here in California who oversees the nation's strongest consumer protection laws, as Richard mentioned, uh, uh, Prop 103. It's really important for the commissioner to get involved in this process at a regulatory level, make sure people get all the refunds they're entitled to. And, you know, one of the other things that we were thinking is a real critical step for the insurance commissioner and sounds like it's such a, it's such a given that I don't know why, uh, Many people might wonder why we're even asking this, but we believe that the insurance commissioner should impose a moratorium on approving 
any new rate hikes. And it sounds like, well, of course he's not going to approve any rate hikes, but uh, he has thus far not said that. Um, and Harvey mentioned farmers insurance. And right now we're in the middle of a challenge uh, where farmers insurance is proposing to increase its auto insurance rates, uh, particularly uh, increasing auto insurance rates with an extra surcharge on some of the people who are on the front lines of the coronavirus crisis, firefighters, nurses, receiving an extra surcharge in this rate hike that Farmers is proposing. Now, we've asked the insurance commissioner uh, to reject that rate increase, uh, not allow farmers to go forward with it. He hasn't um, responded to that request yet, but it shines a light on the fact that um, the most basic step uh, that needs to be taken is a moratorium on rate increases. And then in addition to that, uh, quick action on the on the petition that um, Consumer Federation submitted uh, to um, require companies to give consumers the discounts they deserve. And I think, uh, I don't know if you saw the news story today, Richard, uh, but it sounds like the insurance commissioner finally responded a little bit to your petition. Well, maybe I didn't catch that story because uh, we're we're waiting for uh, a follow up conversation. So, uh, tell me, what did yeah? What, well, what yeah, I'll, I'll provide you some news then. Okay. Uh, there was a story in the Mercury News I saw about half an hour ago um, that the insurance commissioner answered a reporter saying uh, that uh, they are looking into it. Um, yes. That insurance companies should be uh, providing uh, should be providing. Uh, rate increases, and that if companies don't act, then he will act. Now, it is a pretty uh, a pretty vague statement, but it is the first time I have seen the insurance commissioner acknowledge publicly uh, that consumers should be paying less for their auto insurance across the board, not just based on the whim of what uh, what the auto insurance companies decide to do on their own. Um, I, I would look forward to what his he responds to you uh, further, but go ahead. Well, there are a couple of things here. First, yeah, you know, we we had heard, uh, yeah, they're looking at it, and that's that's good. Uh, you know, there are two parts of our to our uh, petition, really. One is calling on the insurance commissioner immediately to issue a bulletin, which is something that he can do, instructing or ordering every insurance company to contact every policyholder right now saying that you may be entitled to a rate cut if you have reduced your driving. They need to do that. Uh, that doesn't require you know, any kind of long involved uh, proceeding, uh, rulemaking proceeding. But going forward, we think a rulemaking proceeding is the right thing to do because we don't know how long this coronavirus is going to last. I, I hope it's brief, but you know, they say it could be repeated waves for a year, year and a half. People are not going to be driving. We also have widespread unemployment. Um, you know, people are staying at home partly because um, they can work or, or um, you know, have that option. But you've got, what, 2 million Californians who've implied, applied for unemployment benefits in the last couple of weeks. Uh, not only are they staying at home, they have no paycheck coming in. They're struggling. And we need some firm action uh, to, you know, protect people when the, the need is greatest. Also, the as, as Harvey, you know, points out, uh, you know, let's give credit where uh, insurance companies are doing something. But there is a, at least one uh, major uh, analyst of the insurance industry that says there could be a hundred billion dollars in windfall profits 
to auto insurance companies nationally. Now, from what we uh, can best determine as of now, the companies, these major companies have announced about $5.5 billion in temporary uh, credits or refunds, mostly for the months of March and April, you know, two months typically, in some cases, one month. Um, and if they're looking to potentially profit at the rate of $100 billion, all of that money, all of that money needs to go back to uh, policyholders. Uh, and, you know, in other states, it's, it's, it's not as well regulated. But in California, there is a mechanism in place under Prop 103. It, in fact, guarantees insurance companies a reasonable rate of profit, but it prohibits them from making excess profits, from charging excessive rates. So there's going to be a lot more work needed uh, to really get these numbers right. Uh, and let me just add, you know, Geico... Uh, uh, announced uh, what could be a, a good cut, 15% cut for um, up to six months, but only eligible upon renewal of your policy. Now, that has got to be illegal. Uh, you know, no one should, should have to renew their policy in order to get a cut right now when they're not driving right now. So as, as different companies take their own you know, implementation uh, uh, take on this, uh, there, there are going to be a lot of problems emerging in, you know, where, where regulation is needed. I had a couple of thoughts. One is, let me read you what the insurance commissioner, Lara, said today in the uh, San Jose Mercury News. He said, uh, my department will be reviewing all insurance company actions to make sure money is returned to consumers in a manner that is not unfairly discriminatory, is transparent, and which follows the spirit of California's strong consumer protections, including under Proposition 103. And, you know, Richard, I'd, I'd like to, and Carmen, I'd like to hear your opinion on this. I'm a little concerned about the worst, the use of the word, the spirit of Prop 103, because as we know, since the voters shrewdly enacted that law back in 1988, 30 years ago, the insurance industry has fought for viciously to try to escape its reforms. The only reason why we've, uh, as you mentioned uh, early on, that we've uh, consumers, motorists in California have saved $150 billion all this time was because we have managed to stop the insurance industry from undoing what the voters decreed back in 1988. And they particularly want to uh, eliminate all the regulatory protections that require them to keep rates fair for consumers. So when the commissioner was quoted in the paper today, maybe I'm being a little too sensitive, uh, about complying with this quote spirit of Prop 103 as opposed to its specific language, uh, it, it worries me a little bit. Do you, do you guys think we should be worried that the insurance companies might take advantage of this crisis, uh, this pandemic, uh, to in fact uh, push for changes in the laws that would allow them to escape responsibility for what they have to return to us? So I think there's a risk that we always have to be mindful of. Um, first, uh, you know, spirit is fine, but the actual compliance with the law is really what matters. Uh, you know, we, we have a regulatory scheme in place that can require compliance. So maybe cutting 15% for two months is in the spirit of doing something in the right direction, but we wanna make sure that what insurance companies are not doing 
is acknowledging that we and others have been putting out the call and we're, we're getting you know traction on the call that, hey, you guys are making a windfall. And they're thinking, well, let's give something back, you know, to release some pressure. You know, it's like a pressure valve rather than doing the full amount. So um, I think that's one potential big problem. 15% might be nice when you first hear the news, but if their uh, costs are going down 50% or 75% because claims are going down because nobody's driving and having accidents, then that's just a first step. And we have a mechanism to make sure people get every penny back that they deserve. Well, Ian, you, you mentioned something uh, really important, which is that um, accidents have, in fact, been cut in half in California. UC Davis uh, did a survey just recently that found the number of accidents on the road have literally been slashed in half. And this was weeks ago uh, before the full uh, strength of these stay-at-home orders were really in effect. And so companies are clearly saving a ton of money because of this crisis and they have to give it back to consumers. And that's the power of Prop 103's mandate that the miles you drive uh, is the second most important factor in your auto insurance premium. And so just so like uh, you would have to call your insurance company um, and have them re-rate you if you want to add your teenage son to your policy, you have the right to call your insurance company and say, I used to drive 15,000 miles a year. Now I drive uh, five miles a week give me a discount, um, but it shouldn't be on, the onus shouldn't be on consumers to request that refund. The insurance commissioner should require companies to give it. Um, and, you know, just to maybe end uh, with a response to Harvey's question on, um, will the insurance industry exploit this crisis? I think we always have to be uh, mindful of that possibility. Um, they are, I think, as, as Richard said, trying to um, take a little step, so maybe they're not required to do more. Um, but there's always the opportunity uh, of uh, abusing a situation for a crisis. So we'll all, as consumer advocates, have to keep an eye out for that. Uh, I, I'd throw one more thing in there, if, if yep. we have time, Carmen. Go for the, it. The insurance commissioner of Alaska issued a bulletin to the insurance companies telling them you know, start uh, considering how you can refund premiums for people. And it, but it wasn't just for auto insurance. She, the, the Alaska commissioner noted that small businesses, many restaurants and other uh, 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 shops really pay premiums based on the fact that people are coming through their uh, location, coming to coming and doing business with them. So it's not just motorists, as much as we in California want our motorists to collect, uh, to be repaid these premiums, it's also small businesses who have uh, also had a devastating financial impact from the shutdown. They're entitled to, if they buy liability insurance from insurance companies, they're entitled to business liability insurance refunds. Absolutely. And, and the same may also apply really in homeowners insurance where you have policies against theft and other things that are likely to be going down. If you're at home all day, your house is going to be a safer place for thefts and other you know, incidents. So this will ripple through every aspect of the insurance industry. People are entitled to get the full value 
of the money their insurers are saving. The, you know, insurance companies didn't cause this pandemic. Uh, we're not blaming them, but they are making windfall profits. And that needs to be given back to customers. Well, that is a great note to end on, Richard. Thank you. So, um, Richard, if folks want to learn more about your petition, where can they find you online? Uh, consumercal.org, consumercal.org. You'll see a link to the petition on our homepage. Great. So that's where you can find Richard. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Harvey, as always. I'm glad we finally got you on the podcast. Thank and um, thanks to everyone for listening to the Rage for Justice report. Um, you can learn more about Consumer Watchdog's work in this area at consumerwatchdog.org. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast at Stitcher, uh, Apple iTunes, etc. cetera. Um, thank you for joining us. That's been the Rage for Justice Report, and we'll see you all next week.